We're doing it. Let's do it. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Happy a shower. Took me about an hour and a half to set up, but uh, here we are. I feel like we're still off center, dude. I feel like we could be more centered up. All right. Scott's been waiting patiently. <laughs> Tried to get the two mic situation figured out, so if it sounds weird, go fuck yourself, I guess. It is Whatever. what it is. <laughs> making, the, making the fucking best of what we can right now. Uh, welcome in, I guess the second guest, but the first official guest where we're not just talking about football. Thanks for joining me, Scott. For sure. What up? What's up, y'all? I got a serious question to start out. Uh-oh. <laughs> do you separate your laundry? And if so, how do you separate it? I separate mine just uh, like whites and then everything else. But like Rand separates like light colors and dark colors and then white so like i'm real basic in my shit i just put it I, like everything that's like colors or whatever and i have a small amount of white so i just wash those separately okay let me ask a follow-up question <laughs> <laughs> are you washing towels with shit are you washing jeans with shit oh i can't see what you're saying okay no i don't i wash towels all on their own okay but also it's not just me at the house i have a whole household so like yeah you do got you got the fucking children and shit yeah so um yeah wash towels separate and then me personally i split my stuff into two separate things but yeah we wash we don't really mix shit up you know like all right yeah all right i'm kind of anal about laundry i started doing laundry as a young kid so like when ren makes fun of me because when my shit comes out of the fucking dryer like i habitually like i have like a really anal retentive like straightening system and how i hang it up like i don't fuck around with my laundry so right. this is my t-shirts i'm really anal about my t-shirts okay i asked this <laughs> i asked this for this specific question right here <laughs> we've been having an ongoing discussion at work all day i feel like i'm turning the mic up not down i am i am uh we've been having this ongoing discussion at work all day and uh most of the people at work do separate their laundry. One person in general, not going to call him or her out on their bullshit. You need to get your shit together. <laughs> Alex. Uh, just throws everything together. Everybody else at work, you know, just kind of separates their stuff. I mean, even if it's just separating lights and darks or whatever. I, I grew up... <laughs> My mom taught me how to do laundry, and then I never let anybody ever do my fucking laundry again. And I'm so specific about it. I'm super anal about it. And uh, my answer was, I don't want my jeans fucking up, like, shirts and shit. Because I feel like denim can just destroy shit. Yeah, for sure. But do you wash your shit? I wash my, all my shit as cold as can be. Yeah. Cold. cold. Inside and, out, cold. Yeah. And I hang dry, like, 90 fucking percent of my I shit. used to hang dry, but, then, like, see, okay... If it's, like, because I wear XL, and XL is a weird size, because XL, when you buy it, is fucking great. Spot yeah. on. After two or three washes, it's like, yeah, and it's like, it goes. Yeah, yeah, so you have, like, this really wide crop top thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I've also put on, like, 20 pounds in the pandemic, so now it's, like, it's a real big situation. So now it's, like, I buy, I'm anal about 
Yeah, I'm super anal about my t-shirts, and I'm I'm the same as you. My mom taught me how to do my laundry at a young age. Yeah, had me folding towels and teaching me how to do shit, and then like yeah. I never let anybody like <laughs> fuck with my shit after that. Um, so I don't have a lot of denim. Like most of the pants I wear, like I guess not like it's like khaki material, you know. Yeah. yeah so I sure. I wash my shit with my shirts and shit, but um, if it's a shirt that's like super limited one or something like a rare shirt that I have, I'm trying to take care of it. I'll hang dry it and then like. Before I put it like in my like closet, I'll fucking tumble dry it to get the wrinkles out. Because you know when you hang dry shit, it still gets a little wrinkly. Yeah, still gets wrinkly. Also, I, I always worry about like the neck getting super stretched yep, out yep, when I hang yeah. dry shit. So I'm real weird about like trying to fold the neck over on For the sure. hanger. But I feel like that honestly kind of creates a yeah. Like <laughs> there's no fucking <laughs> even medium of fucking hang dry in your. Yeah, t-shirts. Well, I know for a fact. Like once the shirt gets a, like a stretched out neck, it's done. Yeah, it's going. It's the, you it's can going. you can never ever fucking bring it back yeah, from the so. stretched neck for sure. Yeah, dude, I'm, yeah. So I'm with you on that. I'm super anal about my laundry. Um, you know, Ren is too to a certain extent, but she made fun of it. when we first got together and she saw me doing laundry. She's all, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, <laughs> "I have a way that I do shit. I like my shit straight." Like, and I, when we pack for trips, the same way. Like. I'm a fucking meticulous packer, bro. Like, Same. I fucking get my shirts out. I fucking have a specific folding. I can, like, dude, yeah. Yes. I go for a week in a little backpack because Same. I pack everything, you know. Like. <laughs> yes, dude. Everywhere I fucking go, I don't give a shit if it's, like, two days or six days. For sure. Backpack. Yeah. Because I'm like, first of all, I'm not trying to check some fucking bag no. on an airplane no. if I'm flying somewhere. No. Like, I'm trying to keep it as light as possible. Yeah. Like, I don't give a shit. Even when we fly to Chicago or San Fran and shit, like, we take... We, purposely take instead of splitting in one big bag yeah we both take two little roller bags so we can fucking not have to check them and bring them on because yeah. you never know like we had to check our bags one time i forget where the fuck we were going and it was like i was like just beside myself thinking it's not gonna come it's gonna get fucked <laughs> up it's gonna get lost somewhere like i have no faith in like the baggage throwers or any of that shit yeah so yeah um totally pack i pack meticulously and it doesn't matter if I'm going up, like you said, if I'm going for two days or six days, I'm probably going to pack it into a little backpack. If I'm going, like, for a week or something, like, I'll have a little roller bag, but it's not much bigger than that. I have, like, a fucking, a backpack that's, like, I forget what, it's one of those luggage brands, but I've had it for, like, 10 plus years, and it's a backpack, but it's also a roller bag. Like, if I take it off, oh, I can no. pop a roller out of it. <laughs> and that little roller parts where I always stash all my weed and shit if I'm, <laughs> if I'm on a road trip. But, oh, like, yeah, dude, like, but uh, if I go... Even if I'm going for like two days or six days, I still pack like fucking ten shirts because I don't, I just don't know what I want to fucking wear on the seventh yeah. day, you know? Yeah, so. for sure. No, I, I feel that shit. I always ha I always try to make sure to pack like alternate outfits and like you never know kind of outfits. Yeah, like for ah, sure. some emergency type shit. Yeah. You gotta have extra socks always. That's that's a fucking key on a road trip, no matter what. E extra socks, no matter what. For sure. You never fucking know, all right? <laughs> Especially as a skateboarder. Can't be having stinky feet. Dude, for real. Um, and yeah, when we travel to bigger cities, we walk a lot too. So it's like, you know, like you you like walk around for like 10 plus miles in a day and shit. And like those socks you have on are busted. <laughs> yeah. They're like yeah. done. Cooked, yeah. And then that's like just the first half of the day. And then you've, you're like, all right, well, let's go out tonight. Yeah. You, you want to fucking feel fresh all for over sure. again. So you got to start over. Yeah. That's a funny topic to start start on, but yeah, I'm totally with you on all that shit. Yeah, like, I mean, it's been an ongoing topic all day, so I thought I would just spark the fucking podcast off with yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know what kind of savage just throws all their laundry in the same thing. <laughs> Me either. 
looking at you. I know you're watching this live stream. That's hilarious. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, man. Thanks for joining. No worries, man. What's been going on? Not a lot. Just working. Fucking haven't been haven't done a pod in like a fucking month almost. I think you were telling me that. Like, I was like, like I gotta fucking bust one out. So I'm glad I don't really I have like these fucking six topics to talk about, which normally myself I can blow through. So I'm happy to have somebody here so I can get at least, you know, hours or a little back and forth on it. <laughs> yeah, just a little more fucking content. Yeah, I was telling the guys at work I was coming to do the pod after work, and they're like, he hasn't recorded one in like a month, bro. And like Ian was all like, tell Nick I said what's up, but dude, when's he going to put out another pod? I go, well, obviously tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get back on it. I'm sorry. And also, thank you guys for fucking tuning in and yeah. <laughs> worried about me not putting a pod out. I appreciate that shit. It's funny how people like you, like your digital presence goes away a little bit and people start to wonder and shit. They're like, what the fuck? Like, you don't think about it at first, but then when it comes up, you're like, where the fuck is he Yeah, been? like, damn, he ain't done shit in a minute. Yeah. I feel that way about a lot of skateboarders. I'm like, man, they haven't done shit in forever. Dude, while we're on the subject of skateboarders, I'm going to ask you about something. Like, at first, I kind of blew it off because I was just like, man, this is like everybody else right now. But the more and more I see this dude's stuff, the more and more I'm kind of getting suckered into Mikey Taylor. Oh, you remember Mikey Taylor? Fucking, yeah, all his investment type yeah. shit. So <laughs> a lot of it at first, I was like, this dude's off his rocker. He's just one of those... You know, like, these fucking financial dudes. It's, like, going crazy. But he's posted a few videos in the last couple of weeks where I'm like, this dude's on to some shit, bro. Yeah. Like, I mean, he'll pop up on my Explore page, and I'm like, it has nothing to do with skateboarding. It's, oh, no. It's solely, like, investing yeah. type shit. And I'm like, I'll listen to him for a minute. But, honestly, he has some legs under him because uh, him and, I think, P-Rod and a couple other dudes did that St. Archer Brewery. Yeah. And they sold that shit to, I think, Budweiser for, like, fucking $1.2 million or some shit. Oh, really? And he, like, put nothing into it. Dude, he's... he had a, I follow him. I mean, I've followed him since I've been on IG, however long that's been. You know, like, when I've... I've been following him since there was skate clips around, you know? like Yeah. Um, I always liked Mikey Taylor. Like, he was, like, kind of, like, your middle-of-the-road pro, you know? Like, has some banging-ass parts. Fucking always funny and shit, but, like... Yeah. When the investment shit started popping up, I was like, what the fuck? And I kind of wrote a lot of it off. But he had one the other day that was, like, five steps to being, like, financially secure by the time you're, like, you know, 30s and shit. And it was, like, some shit was, like, pretty fucking poignant. I was like, <laughs> he's like, read these books. And I was like, I looked at the books and I was like, I've heard of some of those. And then he's like, when you get ready to buy a house, don't buy a house. He's like, buy a duplex <laughs> or a triplex. Live in one of the things and rent them out. And he's like, when that one becomes sex cash flow like you know like when you start making money off that one buy another and i'm all god damn like fuck damn (laughs) because i think one of the biggest things you can have as far as like wealth and power is like i think you can work your ass off every day and make good money and shit but i think once you like buy property and you like own property and then you can lease property and shit like that i feel like the money starts compounding and shit you know like yeah i'm not anywhere near like some kind of financial guru but like I'm always trying to chase a buck, you know, like, and that shit's super intriguing to me. Yeah. No, for sure. And I can see how when you said five steps to whatever the fuck, that immediately sounds like some kook shit. He does, yeah. He <laughs> but, does, yeah. But then he actually starts like, fuck, because I saw the same exact yeah. shit and I was like, ah, fuck this. I was all, I'm saving this video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, he, he definitely fucking. He knows what the fuck he's doing, man. Yeah, he, so... He's had so many good endorsements and just invests his money so 
like I don't know meticulously well that it's just always fucking paid off. It seems yeah, like. definitely a like a playbook to kind of look at and follow. Like yeah, I always thought it was a weird when I first realized what he was doing. I was like, such a weird segue from being a pro skater to being like some financial, you know, <laughs> yeah. douchey whatever. But I dig it. I mean, Rob Deere kind of oh. did that, but he did a lot of weird fucking shit in between. Yeah, but he's kind of like the same way. He I've seen him on some random ass fucking podcast yeah. lately and i'm just like he has one of his own too where he's on oh, some shit he? yeah like, so uh a couple months ago like i don't know i deep dove into some fucking tv i think it might have been when the omicron shit was going around and i had covid then ran had covid again mm-hmm. and we were kind of like stuck at the house i was like fucking deep diving like robin big and old fantasy factory and shit just kind of like throwback yeah. shit and i was just like man what the fuck are these guys up to now and shit and i was like went and you know, like, and Rob is, you know, obviously, you can turn on MTV any time of the day and Ridiculousness is on. Always. Consistently. Always. Yeah. It's like, a 24 hour And he makes society. a joke about it, too. He's all like, <laughs> cool. he makes a joke about it, too. He's like, you know, if you ever want to see me, just turn on MTV. I'm pretty much on there, like, 24 7. So, you know, he's making bank off of all those shows. Yeah. And then he's, then he's doing, you know, he has all that. He's always been an intelligent businessman from back, you know, way back when. Yeah. You know, and so I was like, what's he up to? And I saw like what you're talking about, like him on a few random podcasts. He has his own podcast where he's talking kind of the same shit Mikey Taylor's talking about, you know, just, you know, money wise business shit and then just being smart with your investments and shit. And like, uh, that's fucking cool. And I was like, what the hell's drama up to? And like drama's on some motivational speaker type shit, you know, like, yeah, dude, like, (laughs) and then I was like, all right, what's Big Cat up to? And I go to Big Cat's page and. Big Cat's still posting skate clips and still shredding and shit. (laughs) So, and I didn't care what Chanel was doing, so I didn't really look Chanel up. (laughs) You see enough of Chanel on Ridiculousness. Yeah, I'll see some fucking Ridiculousness clips, and I'm like, wow, she looks so much different from the start of Ridiculousness. Like, she's had so much plastic surgery now. Dude, it's weird. She looks completely different. And it looks like, I don't ever watch the episode, like, I don't. Like, ridiculous, this is not something I keep up with and watch new episodes. You know, yeah. when I, if I catch it, is I catch it. Is it still like a current oh, show? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? Cause, yeah, cause with we, Rob Dyrdek? Yeah, oh, yeah. And fucking <laughs> Stilo and shit. Because recently, yeah. dude, like, what, like six, eight months ago, we got Hulu Live to where, like, you, we can watch MTV and all that shit. Yeah. And so, because we would always just, like, like, ridiculousness and, like, naked and afraid and shit would be, like, shit that we would watch when we were traveling, like, in hotels and shit. We'd be like, oh, it's just fucking on yeah, all the time. always on. So we'd sure. just watch it and get into it. So then we got Hulu. We're like, what are we going to watch? It was like, let's watch some ridiculousness. Let's watch some naked and afraid. And then after a while, we're like, okay, fucking tired of this shit. But, <laughs> so I've never watched ridiculousness, like, in a linear fashion. But... Chanel looks so different from episode to episode. And I have no idea, like, the timeline we're seeing him in. Yeah. But, like, dude, like, depending on... Yeah, it's just weird. Like, like you're saying, like, a lot of work being done. So. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, no, no fucking hate. No, whatever. Yeah. Do, do whatever you want to do. But I just remember... I mean, she was fucking gorgeous when Ridiculousness came out. And I was always like, wow. And now I'm just like, what are you doing? Like, I don't, I don't really ever understand that shit, yeah. you know? Like, like I felt like you watched her grow up on Fantasy Factory, so it's like, yeah, you kind of see her as a little, like a little sister kind of vibe when you watch these shows and stuff. And it's like, but to see somebody like, you know, you see people grow up and start making their own choices and doing what they want to do with how they look and how they act and shit. It's always like, kind of a trip to see the path down people go down. Yeah, so. for sure. Yeah, I feel that. 
Anyways, that's my weird segue from Mikey Taylor to Rob Dyrdek. All right, yeah. I mean, we're just fucking all over the place right now. Uh, you got something to talk about? I mean, I have some topics here. I guess. Um. But. Yeah. There's. I was gonna. I was gonna bring you up something with you. Like, so we were. I was in Tulsa last weekend. I missed the fucking skate comp because I had a DJ gig in Tulsa. I'm super bummed about that. But we were driving back and. I got uh, some of that liquid. I was in a fucking convenience store, and I don't really drink soda, so I was looking for Topo Chico, but they were out. They didn't have it, so they had Liquid Death. Did you get the flavored ones? I didn't see those. Oh, I just saw. The, I've only ever seen the flat and the sparkling. Yeah. And I think I've had the sparkling once before, but I got one on this trip back, and I was like, Nick's... So, I knew I was going to come to the pod soon, so I was thinking about it when I got it. I was like, Nick's always drinking this shit, because I'm a huge Topo Chico fan. You know, I got a fucking tattoo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> um, but I was like, let's see how it stacks up. So I got one, and then I fucking didn't end up cracking it on the trip. So I drank it yesterday. I was all like, let's see what this is all about. I drank it. And I was like, the flavor is good, dude, but it's not crispy enough for me. And, and it doesn't, like, Topo Chico is, like, so dependable. Like, you can crack one yeah. and fucking fall asleep and wake up, and it's still carbonated. You got to, yeah. The, the crispy, like, bubble factor definitely doesn't stack up to most things but bro try try the fl- and i haven't had all the flavored ones i've only had the lime flavored one and that shit was fire as fuck that's cool because like i'm not a fan of the topo flavors you know like um there's a tangerine one i haven't been able to fucking find that's out there somewhere but i've had the grapefruit the lime all that shit and i'm like yeah they're good like and the glass is infinitely better than the plastic yeah for 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 days yeah but like uh i didn't even know the liquid death i'm i haven't had much liquid death i even know they made flavored ones it's new so cause i'm Super down to new. check it out because if it's because like i said the topo's flavors are okay but they're not near as good as just the original yeah like and they go flat fast too which is fucking weird i'm like but i do like the topo hard, hard seltzers they're okay whenever yeah. i'm djing those are like my like 12 to 2 vibes because if yeah. i drink heavy before then i'm like trying to just chill the fucking topo Lemon lime hard seltzer, and I think the uh, fucking ma- strawberry guava or whatever. I think lemon, that's right. The lemon lime one is my straight up favorite, and I think I think it's the strawberry guava. That's that's second. The other two I don't really give a shit about. I don't ever get to pick what I'll get because like uh, I mainly drink it when I'm DJing at the R, which I haven't been DJing at the R very much lately because it's just been last couple of gigs up there have been weird, but. Um, Whenever I play at the R, it's like I'll drink Dream Crushers and get shots of Bullet or whatever till midnight, and then at midnight I'm like, because we start at ten sometimes, we go ten to two, and I'm like, yeah. okay, so it's pump the brakes time, you know? Because <laughs> yeah. my days of being drunk at the end of the night trying to pack up gear are over with, bro. Yeah. That's so like we coast, and like so I can fucking just sip on those, but at the R, I'll just be like, give me a topo seltzer, and it's just like Russian roulette. They just get what you get, what you get, you know? Yeah. And I don't even never pay attention to what the flavors are. I'm like, oh, this is good. Cool. Yeah, just fucking slam it. Yeah. I went to the fucking R pretty recently. uh, St. Patrick's Day, I think. For the first time in a minute. Yeah. And they had the Sonic Seltzers. And I was like, yo, let me get an ocean water one. They're like, we don't have it. And I was like, all right, you pick. I don't (laughs) care. I kept getting the fucking uh, orange mango one or whatever the fuck. All the Sonic Seltzers are fire, though. I haven't had any of them. Dude, they fucking ripped. The ocean water one, phenomenal. That's the best one, obviously. Does Cherry, it taste like ocean water? A hundred percent. I swear to God, if you poured up 44 ounces of it over fucking Sonic Ice, 
you would never know the difference. <laughs> it's it's so fucking fire. Cherry limeade one is second. It's it's fire too, but that ocean water one is just nothing can top it. Uh, I forget who's distributing it. I think maybe Reed or somebody. They brought a couple samples by, but dude, the all of our guys and the crew were like they grabbed them before I could even get one. <laughs> And they didn't bring an ocean water one, but they brought by like a melon one. Uh, yeah, watermelon. Brought, yeah, something. something. Yeah, they brought yeah. a couple ones. I was like, eh, whatever, you know. Like, yeah. And then uh, I was talking to my buddy Dustin, who's like, he works at Benny Keith, and he's like, talking about all the seltzers. The seltzer fucking craze, because he's like a sales rep. Yeah. And he's always talking about beer trends and shit. He's been talking about like how like seltzers are like kind of the bane of everybody's existence right now because they're everywhere. And then, like, they're real popular at first, so people, like, will get them and sell out, and so they'll go back and buy, like, 50, 100 cases, and then all of a sudden, everybody that came around and bought that first round is like, I don't want it anymore. Yeah, they just want to fucking get that one-hit try, like, And he said that about the Sonic Celtics, he's like, yeah, he's like, we're not carrying those, but he's like, I've heard they're kind of sitting around on shelves, and I was like, and then he told me that, uh, so the new Mountain Dew hard seltzers, or Mountain Dews that are coming out, the hard Mountain Dews. Yeah, I've been waiting. (laughs) So are they out? They're coming. But what he said is fucking... Let me fucking and... hit something. <laughs> Where are we at? There we go. <laughs> For the Mountain Dew heart. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I haven't had a Mountain Dew in probably fucking 15 years. Bro, I used to drink same. it when I was a kid. Dude. Yeah. I, I haven't had a soda in a long ass fucking time 15 years i've had sips here and there yeah i'll take a sip of a Baja blast like if someone orders one at taco bell i'm like let me get a sip off of that dude yeah <laughs> i see the new flavors come out i'm like looks kind of good yeah. sounds kind of good but like uh we stopped at the mcdonald's and grabbed food on a road trip sometime in 2021 <coughs> and i think i got a dr pepper from mcdonald's like because i just didn't want to get a tea yeah. And I was like, bro, I forgot how hard cuz I'm not a, I used to love Dr Pepper as a kid. I fucking jammed that shit intravenously. Same. And dude, like I forgot how hard a fucking McDonald's Dr Pepper <laughs> hit because the right amount of carbonation and the right amount of soda and shit. I was like, this shit is fucking good, but like I can't drink them anymore. Like, I fucking just can't. Um but yeah, he told me that uh the Mountain Dew ones are coming out and so Pepsi instead of Pepsi getting one of the local companies or even national companies to distro their beer, Pepsi is going to distro the fucking hard Mountain Dews. Like, they're going to go through the trouble of adding, like, five SKUs to their fucking portfolio so the fact that they will control it and nobody else. And, like, a lot of the, the beer companies are kind of pissed off about it. Damn. Like, locally and nationally. It's because yeah. it's like, they're like, what the fuck, Pepsi? Like, like, like dude, we you don't deal with alcohol. Yeah. It's kind of like a... I don't know if you've heard about this, but there's, like, the Canarchy group, which is, like, yeah, Squatters yeah. and yeah. La Oscar Blues and Cigar City. All these, like, Got they have this little... By... Yeah, Monster. Yeah. But yeah. Mon- it's, like, Monster, but the Monster's owned 30% by Coca-Cola, which is yep. fucking crazy, <laughs> yeah. dude. Yeah, so, anyways, he dropped by the other day and was inundating me with all this, like, beer rumors and shit. I was like... <laughs> I get a lot of what you're saying, but a lot of it, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. <laughs> so it's all basically going to be fucking Nike, Adidas, Reebok. Yeah. Like, eventually it's all just going to fucking be under one roof. Yeah. Like, we got... Like, Surely. Because you had... That's how everything fucking works at some point. It's just like, yeah. all right, 
everybody we can fucking we can own all of this shit right now well it's because what sucks is because like all the local companies are like the, you know like i say local i mean like the smaller like i guess craft breweries or whatever yeah they all like start off like independent fucking craft beer focus and then all of a sudden they get popular and people come around they're like hey we'll buy you and they're like no at first and then a couple of years go by and shit they're like hey fuck it you know, <laughs> yeah like, money, we'll fucking, yeah. money talks money fucking talks dude like i don't know it's crazy yeah so you can't really think like when you talk about craft beer nowadays it's like you it's like you really have to know what you're talking about because you could be thinking you're like supporting and buying craft beer, but without knowing it, you're buying from like Ambev or any of the top three and shit. Yeah, exactly. And so, um, yeah, it's fucking weird. I don't know why I got on that topic. No. <laughs> I mean, I will say personally, money fucking talks. Mm-hmm. I get hit up for the cold cuts Instagram all the time. And I'm just saying, I'll put it out here right now. 10K is my selling point. I'll sell that fucking name at Cold Cuts. 10K, anyone who fucking wants it, I don't give a shit. And when you see the Cold Cuts becoming Cold Dot Cuts, you'll know I fucking sold out. <laughs> I'm ready. I got I got it backed up already at Cold Dot Cuts. I'll sell out for fucking 10K. You got people hitting me up about shit. Bro, I get DMs all the time from sandwich shops. Let me let me buy this fucking let me buy this username let me buy this username I'm like 10k oh 10K. I get it because you have oh 10K, I get it not because yeah. they want your thing because they want the name they just want the fucking username for, oh for sandwich God. shit and I'm like fuck yeah dude I'll sell that shit 10k 10k is low bro shoot higher <laughs> I'll take five 10k goes by fast bro. I'll fucking you know what if you're watching this right now and you want the username you can lowball me for five I'll take five k uh, twenty five <laughs> I take five k right now. That's crazy. <laughs> I take 1K right now. Fuck it. Damn. All right. I got cold dot cut saved up. bear out here. I got cold dot cut saved up, bro, so it doesn't matter. Just got to put a little period in between the, yeah. the letters. Cold underscore cuts, cold dot cuts. There you go. I got them all locked up, so it's all good. I never thought about that. <laughs> the fucking deli and shit trying to buy up your name just because they I get it. tagged in so much sandwich shit. It's so funny to That's me. Hilarious. And I repost it all the time. And they're just like, hell yeah. <laughs> The other, <laughs> the other day, this drunk ass dude came into Ponasetta, and I was like kicking it way like after work, and uh, I think I had a cold cut shirt on or something. He was like, "Yo, what is cold cuts?" And I, <laughs> with the straightest face, I was like, "Oh, it's it's a uh, it's my favorite deli, man. It's over in Borger." And I was like talking to him about it, like die fucking hard, just like dead dead face, and he was like. Hell yeah, man! I'm gonna have to check it out. I I go to Burger all the time. Never heard of it. <laughs> he walked away and like finally like walked out of my distance, and I fucking just started laughing so hard. I was like, I cannot believe I kept a fucking straight ass face. Like, Dude, I can't imagine that shit. Like we get some fucking. Actually, we used to get a lot more weird drunk people at the restaurant, but it's been kind of few and far between recently. But I can't imagine. Like I've been in Ponteceta a few times. And seeing people that are like way out of pocket and they don't <laughs> yeah. have any more business. Like, and then Chris, when Christian left us and went over there, it was like, and we could come see him. He's like, dude, he's like, bro, it's like, I have to cut off so many fucking people. And I was like, dude, I get it, bro. It's also where Pondicet is at, you know, like yeah. over there on 45th right there. It's like, I'm kind of glad we're like kind of midtown <laughs> over on Wolfen because, dude, like the people that chill out and come over to fucking 
over there by a drunken oyster and all that shit. Yeah. Like such an entitled fucking, you know, yeah. like, and they can't handle their alcohol. And, and this shit. this dude came from the drunken oyster <laughs> and then went back to the drunk because he got kicked out. Oh, <laughs> went he got back kicked. to the drunken oyster. Yeah, he got kicked out. It was Did, a fucking funny ass situation. I heard a story recently about the the blind dude getting dropped off at Pondy. Did you hear about that? No, Christian was. Th- I don't. I can't speak on it because I really don't know. I forget the details, but like they're closing up one night, and some dude's out there. It gets brought in, and the dude's just leaving there. And he's, like, I think he was was he blind or was he deaf or something? Somebody from Drunken Oyster came over that was you know impaired, and his friend. Some people brought him. I don't know his friends. I think people just brought him over there and left him there. And they had to figure out what the fuck to do with him. I forget. I need to ask Christian about it. So if Christian sees this, he can chime in. Yeah. But yeah, yes, dude. Fucking will. wild. Chime in, Christian. <laughs> I know you will on Monday. God, these dogs are fucking wild. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so what do you usually do? You got like this connection? Do you do... We're we're gonna get to the misconnections. I'm Those gonna have a really funny. bad time at fucking transitioning topics. But yesterday, I tried to order some food from the Tropical Smoothie Cafe on their app. I always hear about that place. Most of the it. time, uh, the podcast just consists of me fucking bitching about shit, and that's what I'm about to do. I got on there. It was eleven thirty-five in the morning. Got on there, tried to order some food while I was. Leaving my house to go to Pondicet, I would fucking pick it up on my way because there's one on Sansi. Yeah, right there. I'd be like, all right, it's all good. No worries. Boom, 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 boom. I'd put all my fucking shit in. i put my order. i go put my fucking payment in. i press pay. I swear to fucking God, a pop-up comes up and says, oops. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck is this? And it said, oops, not kidding. Oops, we're too busy. What? You can't place a mobile order right now. Oh, damn. That was word for motherfucking word. Oops, we're too busy. <laughs> and I was like, that's not how fucking business works, dude. dude. <laughs> Oops, we're too busy. <laughs> like, I kind of sympathize with that. Like, I don't know about Tropical Smoothie Cafe, but like when we're at the restaurant, if we're blown out on the inside and like... You know, we've got our fucking online store up to an hour wait and shit. We're yeah. Like, sometimes we're like, yeah, just kill the online store because <laughs> it's fucking mayhem in here right now, dude. Yeah. Like, people want it. They and, and as soon as we kill the online store, people start calling like, the online store is not on. And we're just like, okay, we'll take fucking orders over the phone. But like, let them know. It's like, dude, you're looking at like an hour wait for this shit. And yeah. It's like, and they're like, they're cool with it. But yeah, I wish, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Like, I don't know if we would ever. The wording though. Enact a button. Too busy. <laughs> Whatever the fuck it right. said. Better luck next time. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? It was 11.30 in the fucking morning. That's it, crazy. It wasn't like the noon right. lunch rush. Or like so a dinner like, thing either. Yeah, yeah, I was like, fuck, man. I thought I was like getting ahead of the fucking lunch rush. So I was like, all right, whatever. I had my heart set on fucking Tropical Smoothie Cafe. So I fucking, I was like, whatever, man. I'll just go to work. I'll go. I'll fucking hit the lunch rush. I get there. Two fucking cars in the drive-thru. Absolutely nobody inside. <laughs> and I walked in. I was like, let me get this. 
I was in and out in like fucking 10 minutes and I was so pissed off. <laughs> I shouldn't have been because I still got in and out pretty fucking quick. It's the principle. <laughs> but I was like, I tried to order this shit online, bro. And I was fucking, you, you, the pop-up said, oops. Like the, the fact that the pop-up said, oops, just really <laughs> fucking struck a goddamn chord with me where I was fucking furious. It said, oops. <laughs> like, fuck. <laughs> you dude <laughs> like i made a mistake fuck you i'll say oops while we're talking about that place like what's good over there what do you get i mean come on food or drinks or both i get both uh i've heard they got like a panini situation going over there like i've never got a panini uh yesterday i got a fucking santa fe chicken quesadilla which i i always normally get like a fucking sandwich or a wrap or something buffalo chicken wrap fucking slaps super really? hard okay. yeah uh all their wraps honestly they got fire breakfast too honestly all right i got breakfast there one day and uh you can get like a fucking food smoothie combo type thing so you can try and make yourself feel healthy if you want to it's yeah. probably not healthy at all but are the smoothies Better than Jiggleberry smoothies? I've never been to Jiggleberry. Oh, okay. Smoothies do fucking... Yeah, I mean, it's hard to fuck up a smoothie, right? They hit, they hit pretty hard. I, yeah. got, I got the fucking Mango Magic smoothie. Yeah. It was fire. I love mango. I've Sounds... had some bad smoothies from there, too, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. The green smoothies. All their green smoothies are shit. But do you like green juice and shit like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. So whether it's got too much of the, the, the savory stuff and not too much not enough yeah. of the fruit stuff in yeah. there? Okay. It's just not balanced enough. It's like too bitter. Okay. Well It's I've, fire though. I've actually I I never even fucking knew about that place and then like literally in the last month or two I've heard like three or four <coughs> people be like talk about going there. Like Lex, my daughter talked about going there. I was like, What the fuck do they even have over there? I was like and it's just like, Oh, they have everything and I was like, It's crazy. I wouldn't I don't know. But the, the signage alone makes it seem like okay it's a smoothie shop but it's kind of like you know like yeah. like a bahama mama's or bahama bucks or whatever like yeah like snow cones and smoothies like this is our shit this is what we got but then people talk to me about the food menu and i'm like i would never thought that place had food yeah they could definitely market themselves better yeah it seems like just a straight up smoothie shop it's called tropical smoothie cafe for fuck's sake like they think that cafe in there though bro that's like it's like hey we got food yeah I used to manage a couple... When I was living in Austin back in the day, I managed a few, a couple of frulatis. That was a fucking nightmare. That's what that kind of reminds me of. It's like, like a fucking... Like, we make smoothies, but we, we used also, to have one of those. Yeah, we had one in the mall forever. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. fucking... Dude, I fucking was at a low point in my life whenever I was fucking managing two frulatis. <laughs> and one of them was in a fucking hospital in Austin. So every person I dealt with was even there for the best day of their life. Or the fucking worst day of their life. So, bro, you know, this is like, and this is like mid-2000s. This is a bit ago. So, I'm like, say I'm 20 fucking four years old, something like that. I'm dating myself a little bit. But, like, and I'm, like, working in the fucking hospital. And it's like, and then, dude, one of the dudes, like, it's a shit job. And it's like, it's a job. And then Austin, it wasn't as cutthroat as it is now to live in Austin. But it was still, it was getting there at that point. Yeah. Yeah, I lived there for seven years. And then one day... I fucking get a phone call and I get this dude trying to apply and like so like the regional manager calls me and he's like hey I got this guy that's gonna come down and apply today or interview with you and it's like cool send him over and this fool (laughs) this fool named Mike shows up Michael and he had just gotten out of the pen (laughs) 
He'd been in the pen for 25 years, bro. Oh, fuck. He was a hardcore trafficker of, like, coke and meth and shit back in the days. And this shit, bro, this dude came up to fucking apply, and it was, like, a fucking time warp, bro. He looked like he had just come out of fucking New Jack City or some shit. He had the fucking glasses. He was fresh to death from that time. Bro, one of the coolest dudes I've ever met. And he kept it so real, bro. He's all like... Because he saw me, and he saw me, and I was like, I wasn't as tattooed as up as I am now, but I had tats, and he saw me, I was like, he saw how old I was, he's like, oh, okay. And he kind of leveled with me, he's like, I really need this job from my parole officer, and this and that, he kind of leveled me, I was like, cool, 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 man, no worries, this is what we, this is the gig, you know, I told him about it. Yeah. And uh, he started coming to work, dude, he worked there for a good six months and shit, and told me some fucking crazy stories, he's like, he's all, dude, yeah, I used to have this detail shop in South Texas, and fucking, he would get weight from like, Mexico or some shit. And then they would fly it. They would get on planes and take it to Miami and sell weight to Miami. And he's talking about like million dollar deals. And the way this dude, you know, a lot of times people tell you bullshit. But the way this dude just told me this shit, like you knew it was true. And he's talking about how they used to do it back in the day, dude. Like before like the fucking 3D scanners and shit like that. He's like, bro, they would take, they were the big white tees, you know, the red tees and shit. Like, you know, so they'd get two of those and they'd fucking sew them together. So in between there, you'd store all this weight, and they would Jeez. wear all this weight to go to go on planes and fly and shit. So the highlight of my time working at Frulati was fucking <laughs> talking to this dude. This dude would come in, and we'd be working and shit, and then out of nowhere, he'd be like, say, Scott. And he'd start telling me some shit, I'd be like, God damn. He's like, talking about, they used to have a detail shop in South Texas, like right outside of Austin. That fucking, they had a detail shop was where everything would go through. They'd have it come in through cars from Mexico and shit. Then they would do the detail work on the cars and get out all the work. And then fucking, they'd have to take it all this and shit. This is the craziest shit ever, bro. Jesus fucking Christ. And I'm like a 24-year-old kid. I'm like, oh, fuck. You know, I got to <laughs> fucking... At that time, I was partying my ass off and everything. I was like, I was like, this is fucking crazy, dude. Like, you know, I was like living with a couple of dudes that were from Austin. We were fucking selling weed and pills and X and all kinds of shit at the time. <laughs> yeah. and I was like, this is fucking crazy. But yeah, that was fucking. That was free Lottie. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird how we went from Tropical Smoothie Cafe to that. Yeah. <laughs> Solid fucking. Well, we can fucking easily transition to fucking Arby's. Do you want a PBR? Yeah, I'll take one. Yeah. I'll drink a PBR in a minute. Have you heard Pusha T's fucking. McDonald's diss on I did yeah <laughs> dude at first I was like is this real <laughs> and I was like but you know Arby's has always been kind of like 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 down and like on IG and like you know like kind of like like Arby's and Wendy's aren't scared to like throw shade yeah. at other companies they, and shit I also didn't know that fucking Pusha T and his brother like Clips wrote the fucking I'm loving it jingle and that's why they made this fucking diss on fucking McDonald's. Wait, his brother Malice from yeah. the clips? Yeah. Bush D and Malice fucking wrote the ba 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 ba. I'm loving it. They fucking made that. By themselves or like with Pharrell or somebody? Or just the whole like just the acapella part of it? Yeah. And uh uh uh-uh, that's yeah. fucking crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh Push D like tweeted about it and was like <laughs> talking shit. Basically, because he said McDonald's didn't pay pay them shit for the fucking I'm loving it jingle, and it's still so popular. 
So we're gonna play this shit for you guys right now. Yeah, I saw this shit pop up on IG the other day, and I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I wondered if it was real, too, and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> he fucking killed it, too, though. Like, oh, yeah. Just the most Pusher T song. I've heard there's some new... I heard Malice is coming back out on some shit with Pusha T. Like, yeah. I haven't heard that new Pusha album, but I think Malice is on a couple of tracks. Yeah. But it is going to come out. Because uh, Pharrell's producing... Kanye's producing half of it. For Pharrell's producing half of it. I thought Pusha and Kanye had beef. Did they not? No, they're cool. They're cool? Pusha and Drake. Had That's what beef. it was. That's what, that was that <laughs> yeah. whole diss battle, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool, yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. I can't fucking stand Drake, dude. I like Drake, but... I could, dude, to be honest with you, I can't stand him. Like, and I haven't listened... I probably heard five Drake songs. But I know when that new fucking Drake album came out, the one with all the pregnant lady emojis on it and shit, I don't even know what it's called. But dude, like, all my music streaming shit... Dude, I don't even fucking have a Drake channel on Spotify or fucking Pandora. (laughs) And dude, like, it was like... Every third song was one of those albums. I was like, this motherfucker paid his paid his money to get yeah. it pushed out there. Nah, that fucking album is trash. Was it? Yeah. And then, dude, speaking of the whole Kanye thing, I know we kind of talked about this a little bit before. Like, I was a huge like, uh, like college dropout. Like, I thought College Dropout was like a flawless album. And even before that, yeah. like, I followed Kanye on all his production stuff. Like back when I first heard of Kanye it was a couple years before College Dropout came out, and everybody was like, "Yo, this new dude pushing." fucking tracks for Rockefeller and shit is hype and I was like cool and then you start hearing the tracks and I'm like these are fucking dope and then College Dropout came out and I was like there's tracks on that album to this day that still fucking give me chills yeah. and goosebumps dude College Dropout is such a fucking beauty today uh, somebody was like uh, literally at the brewery they were like why do you have a Cubs tattoo and you got a Phillies jersey on oh it? man I was like no nah, this is the Calls dropout bear from Kanye West, and they're like, "Oh, you're you're that big of a Kanye West fan?" I was like, "Nah, let me show you." I was like, "I got, <laughs> I got his music label tattoo on me too." I was like, "I'm a big ass Kanye West." Yeah, fan. I've always known like, that even about still, you. And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> I mean, dude, I'm a big proponent. Tough. I mean, he's going through some shit, you know. Right, and I'm a big proponent of like, <clears throat> if you're down for somebody, like even somebody you know, or if it's like a musician or an artist or somebody you follow, you kind of ride with them through the shit, you know. Like, I mean, I've been riding with them since fucking, just like you said. Uh, so I first heard about Kanye. Um, I mean. I- when I was a kid, it was either you were either a Jay Z or a Nas dude, because that was the giant beef. I yeah. was always a Jay Z dude, and I would hear the fucking beats, and I, I remember listening to fucking Blueprint and shit, and I was like, damn, these beats are fucking dope, man. And I, I wanted, I dove deeper into it. I bought bought the CD, and I fucking you know opened the yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Looked, and it was like produced by this guy, and I was like, damn. And then I remember like in two thousand three, I was fucking up at three in the morning and through the wire came on and oh, the video and i was like i was like yo this is kanye west this is my fucking dude like he makes all the fucking beats for jay-z and yeah always always i've always been the fucking biggest kanye west fan yeah i think will the- you guys please quit god damn it i think it's just silence <laughs> uh, 
But yeah, dude, like, I, I heard about him because I was DJing. I've been DJing for so long. Like, I heard about him through the DJ vein because it was, like, you know, different producers were talking about this and that. And, like, yeah. so hearing his beats naked without Jay-Z on him. You know, like, hearing beats, I'm like, oh, these are fucking crazy. Yeah. And then you hear the actual finished product. Like, the Blueprint, like, I'm a Jay-Z fan, but, like, I definitely rode with Nas on the Jay-Z Nas beef. And that was, it's crazy to see that, you know, a clear like Jay Z even like be like all right Nas got me you know like with the yeah. fucking you know and like so but like we'd hear these beats and then hearing the blueprint came out I was like this is fucking crazy this is like forever music you know like this is not gonna go away yeah and then you like so he's on our radar I can remember me and my homie Mastin who was living with me and DJing with me at the time we were all about it and shit and then uh you know college dropout came out through the wire first because. I shipped out them through the wire because I had, I have a huge vinyl collection, and I had uh, through the fire Shaka Khan that I would throw in my sets every now and then. Yeah. So when I heard that, I was like, "Oh, what a fucking fire sample, dude!" Like, <laughs> and then you hear about like you you hear the backstory about the wreck and everything, and he's yeah. still got his jaw wired shut. And then like, such super like, like I don't know what the word to use. Like, it's powerful shit. That shit is powerful. And then, like, fast forward to now, like, fucking Cootie's documentary just dropped, like, a few months ago. Did you watch all of it? I watched all of it, yeah. Yeah. Fucking, like, and dude, like, I went and rewatched the first two parts, too, like, because it was just, like, a snapshot of that time in my life, and it was so cool to see all this behind-the-scenes shit. Some of it you had seen or heard about before, but, like, you know, like, the Pharrell studio session when they play it for him, and Pharrell fucking puts the pieces together and then fucking loses his mind and runs down the hall and shit. Yeah. You're like, God damn, this is such a timeless piece of music. And like the, all the, like not only is Kanye like producing the beats and not only is he bringing, is he spitting harder than anybody on him, but he's got an amazing cast of guest appearances and shit. And it's yeah. just like so fucking good, dude. And like, I, I'll be honest with you, man. Like, it wasn't because of Kanye. It was just because of the amount of music I was dealing with at the time. Um, I put Kanye in the back burner, dude. Like I didn't fuck with even hear Life of Pablo when it came out, or or Yeezus or any of those fucking albums. And like everybody's telling me, like, bro, Life of Pablo was fucking changed the way music is made today. And I'm like, I I feel that. And like I put it on my list and go listen to it. I'm like, this is dope. You know, like. Yeah. But, like, I have yet to go and, like, fully digest those albums. Like, and it's not because I have any kind of hate for Kanye, what he's done or whatever. It's just the fact that there's so much music out there that especially there yeah, especially yeah. being a DJ and shit like that or whatever, it's, like, and producing and shit. Like, there's so much music to get through. Like, I wasn't, I guess I wasn't as hardcore a Kanye fan as I thought or if other shit. Like, you know, I got sucked into, like, the Aesop rock and all that, like, fucking atmosphere and shit like that for a little while and then went you know like i was just all over the place so it's like i didn't ride with kanye through like life of pablo and those other albums and i'm going back and listen to them now and i'm like they're fucking good but i still have yet to fully like digest them to get to get that real like how i felt with like call it because like college dropout was dope and then like i felt like late registration was kind of rushed and was like i like i liked it but like it didn't hit me like the same way like it didn't feel like an like his opus like you know the first album did that's how I feel, and looking back on it now, I forget how many fucking really great tracks are on Late Registration, but I remember when it came out, I was like, you know, I don't really fucking care about this album. But now I'm like, 
okay, this track, and this track, and this track, and this track, and this track, like, yeah, it actually is really fucking great. But I think a lot of artists, and I think what sucks, it sucks for the artists, too, because general public, like, whether it be movies or albums you put out, there's a thing called sequelitis, and a lot of people try, tend to, like, dismiss, like, sophomore efforts from, like, actors or musicians and shit yeah. like that. So I feel like late registration, I feel like I was one of those people that was like, I gave it a quick listen and I was like, it wasn't, it didn't flick my switch immediately, like college yeah. job I did. So I was like, eh, put it aside, you know, and then on to the next thing I'm trying to listen to. Yeah. And, you know, like I don't, that says a lot about me as a person and as a fan. And like, I'm not proud of doing that. But at the same time, I feel like a lot of people did that, you know, like, yeah. and didn't like, you know, like wrote it off like, okay. He had a big hit on his first album, and the second album was like, eh, it wasn't as good, you know, like... Yeah, but then, I mean, I feel like he also rushed graduation a little bit, but he brought everybody right back with graduation. Yeah. Because it was like, all right, well, check this shit out. Yeah. No one's doing shit like this. Exactly. Watch. Game changer, for sure. Yeah. Um, and I thought graduation was dope, too, but, like, at the same time, it was like... I got well. I appreciate all these records. That was graduation. Was where I kind of was like, okay, I kind of like let go and was like, didn't even, you know, didn't even know when Life of Pablo came out and shit. It's like one of these albums. I'm going back and like putting on my Amazon Music and trying to like, while I'm in the road in the car driving by myself, I could put this on and really like listen to it. Because if people try to be like, oh, well, this track's dope and play it for you, you're not gonna fully appreciate it, you know, yeah. like because you're like at work or like in a social setting where people are talking and shit like yeah. I feel like to sit and listen. Yeah, to really appreciate music and if you're trying to really hear the lyrics and feel the beats and feel the connection, I feel like you need to be by yourself or like, you know, with somebody that's showing it to you but like nobody else around, you know, like where you're yeah. fully open to like, you know, hear it. So yeah. not um, for sure. But yeah, dude, like I love that fucking documentary. I thought it was crazy to see uh, Cootie like document this shit for damn near like what 20 fucking years yeah. almost it's every time I like the first the third part obviously got a little fucking weird and like sped up and whatever but like man that first episode I was like every time I watch it I was like I I can't imagine watching it from Kanye's view where you just basically get to go back in time and and watch oh I know this whole part of your life unfold Right, like, how much do you owe this because, man? Yeah, that full he was literally filming like twenty four hours a Dude. fucking day in the biggest moments of your life. Like, you get to see your entire fucking career just unfold. I mean, we're seeing like even like the finished edited product. We're seeing it's like what is it like seven hours? It's like an hour and a half a piece, right? So it's yeah. like you're like three, four. Like four or five under five hours of yeah. shit you're seeing, and that's edited down, yeah. bro. Like they, I hear him talk about it in the documentary. They said he has like something like twenty fucking hours of like footage that was good to go, but they had to edit it down. But like, yeah, dude, it's just fucking crazy, bro. I can't, I can't imagine, like you said, being Kanye and being able to like have that to go look back. Like, I mean, like people have photos, and you have, you have memorabilia you have things you've saved over the years but there's yeah. nothing like that there's nothing, nothing like, like that no. you're going through like the biggest changes of your life and there's a guy one of your best friends right there yeah recording it all especially like it hit me the hardest too like the scenes with his mom and stuff like i can't imagine how grateful he is for shit like that dude to dude. be able to just 
have those moments forever again. Yeah, it's like having her back, you know, for like... Yeah. You know, it's like... Sitting there on the porch, just literally just talking shit to your mom, like, just cracking up. Like, couldn't imagine. And I'm so glad that it jumped all the way to, like, right now when Donda came out. And, like, yeah. he, he brought Cootie back into his life and shit, because... After that second episode, like, spoiler, sorry a little bit, but, like, I was like, fuck, dude, he really just fucking cut him out? Like, yeah. He, he got too When big. you see that that one bit where Cootie comes to, like, the uh, the award show, is it the award show? And Kanye's kind of, like, drunk, and he's like, you can't tell if he's fucking with him, because he says he's fucking with him at the end, but he keeps calling the other dude's oh, name. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you're like, you're like <clears throat> this is on some dickhead shit right yeah. now and I'm like and then he says no I'm just fucking with you I know who this is guy. and I'm like yeah. was he though and I get it though like you're like the toast of the night and people are fucking you know like you're yeah that was when he won the fucking Grammy or whatever yeah. for whatever fucking song it was and so but then yeah. it, but like you said like the first two episodes are just so nostalgic and so like just like I don't know it just fills you up with all this positivity and all it, feels, it just makes you feel so good to watch them yeah. And to be like, to know that like, excuse me, if you're a fan or if you weren't a fan, like, like say I, like I was a fan of the, of Kanye in those times. So it was fucking awesome for me to go back to see that shit. Yeah. But like, even if you're not a fan, you can go back. It's like, I think it's a good like anthology to see like, like if you just look at Kanye in the, in the headlines today and you yeah. don't, you fucking have a, your snap judgment on him. <laughs> And like my, like a lot of people do, and yeah. like I've even said and I've had shit judgments on right, Kanye about rightfully it. so exactly. I mean, yeah. But to fully see like what like the anthology of a person, you know, and it's like it's crazy to see that because you see after his mom dies, he fucking goes off the rails a little bit, yeah, and kind of lets fame get. And he's like he's a unique dude in the sense that like it's like a lot of people are dope and know they're dope. But don't go out saying they're dope. You know, they're kind of humble yeah. and shit. And you can see Kanye is humble as fuck, but he knows he's built for better things. And you can see where it kind of comes off the rails and shit. Where, like, you or I may not talk like that or act like that. But how do you not when people are... You got everybody telling you this, you know? And, and like, yeah. you're putting, they're putting you on this pedestal. How do you not embrace it and say, like, oh, I am the fucking best? You know, like, there's some fucking... An old Aziz Ansari bit where he's like, you know, Aziz hung out <laughs> with Kanye. The best, that's the best fucking bit. Or he was like, yeah. he's talking about like fucking hanging out with Kanye and they come back over to the house and he fucking gets over to his house and there's only Kanye, Kanye in there just, just bumping his shit. He's like, man, he's these, all, beats are these beats are dope. <laughs> that like, made me fucking love Aziz Ansari so much. Dude. That was like the like one of the first things I ever saw from him. And yeah. That shit is so fucking so funny good. to this day. Yeah. He's like, these beats are dope. <laughs> he's like, all right, shit. <laughs> But it kind of gives you a snapshot of where Kanye was at at that time. It's like, you know, like, it's good. I mean, I think it's, like, eat, whatever you're doing, music or food or photography or you're brewing beer, whatever you're doing, man, I think it's good to know if your shit's good or not. And, like, there's yeah. a fine line between you can you can straddle this fine line of being confident and cocky and arrogant. But at the same time, I think it's important to, if you're putting your heart and soul into something, to know that it's <clears> fucking good. And to know that yeah. it's worth your while. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I, like I said, I think there's a fine line that comes to how you how you express that to other people. But, like, that to me was, like, a perfect, like, 
encapsulation of how Kanye is. Like, Aziz showing up to his house, Kanye's there by himself, <laughs> blasting fucking the shit on his face. He's like, these beats are fucking These dope. It's like, dope. all right, dude. Hell yeah. I ain't going to argue with that shit. But yeah, that, that bit to this day, dude. So I mean, good. that bit on top of... <laughs> have you ever seen the fucking Spike Jones short? It's called We Were Once a Fairy Tale. No. Oh, man. It's so good. It, it came out when 808s and Heartbreaks came out. Okay. And it's Kanye West drunk in a club. Like shit-faced in a club. And he's walking around... Spike Jones did such a fucking great job on it. Kanye's like walking around and um, See You in My Nightmares comes on. And it's all boom, 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 boom. And like Kanye starts getting all hyped. And they, they play like a, a like club version of the song basically. <clears throat> and he like starts getting hyped and he's like grinding on girls and shit. And they're like pushing him <laughs> off and shit. And then he finally like goes up to some girl and he was like you like this song and she's like vibing she's like yeah and he's all i wrote all the notes <laughs> and he's like just jamming like looking shit face as fuck and she's like hell yeah and they like start you know fucking talking or whatever he's like i gotta go to the bathroom and he like runs to the bathroom and throws up and it's like the most spike jones shit he like goes and throws up but he throws up rose petals and after he's done throwing up rose petals, he looks up and there's this little, like, where the wild things are figure. Right. And it's like, it pulls a fucking knife off of his chest and fucking stabs him in the heart. What? And kills him and he's like... <laughs> it's, it's so dope. I love Spike Jones, dude. Everything <laughs> he does so is so good. good. Anyone listening to it, I think it's on YouTube right now. It's called We Were Once a Fairy Tale. I paid $15 for it on iTunes back in the day, so I own that motherfucker, but it's free now. I'll go check it out. Go watch it. It's dope. I would I would play it right now, but we would get flagged. I'll play it for you <laughs> after the show. Yeah, dude, Spike Jones is the man. Such a, such a crazy, uh, such a kooky dude. Such a, like, everything he does is so nuanced and so, like, spike jones you know like from skate videos to music videos it's all so fucking good yeah. dude it's just so sick that like he makes sure to make sure that like girl and chocolate have such a fucking platform oh like, yeah he he's like no i'll fucking i got you guys yeah i got you guys like i love that shit about yeah him. i mean i mean he's been there he's like day one or dude it's like yeah, I think it's he, a big... he did fucking blind video days. Like, yeah. He's like, a man. He cut his teeth on skate videos. You know, yeah. Before he was doing movies or music yeah. videos and all that shit. Before he got fucking linked up with the Beastie Boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that whole thing. Yeah. I mean... Man, dude. I Beastie... love Spike. Yeah, for sure. Uh, dude, those, all those girl chocolate videos are so good, dude. <laughs> yeah, they are. I fucking... That's what really truly like hooked me into shit like i remember watching mouse when i was a kid and i was like i want to do shit like this man this shit's so fucking fun that's so awesome i want to do dumb shit well i mean now you do dumb shit too so it's cool i mean i'm trying i mean the last Hopefully couple of things I'll you put out have been really good <laughs> thanks dude uh you talked about today when i saw you talking about today being five-year anniversary you put out a good-ass job and i still remember that you know yeah that was a great night dude that was crazy that was a great night um yeah so that's when we did the premiere at the yellow city right yeah, yeah that's what i thought yeah. so yeah, yeah. it's like 
So yeah, such a crazy night. Like, kind of the last. My mom reminded me this morning. She did. I was like, holy shit! It's been five fucking years. That makes sense because we—that was like when we were fresh into the new space at Yellow City, and we've been there like just a little over five years now. Like, yeah, almost like five or six years. And so it was—it was fresh on Devin's injury too. So yeah, that's what I about to say. It was like we're seeing kind of the last fresh clips of Devin before he got yeah, hurt. That's and why. It, that's why it fucking resonated so yeah. fucking hard. It's like, oh shit. It was emotional that night. It was. And you also gave us the fucking skateboard with Elliot's face on oh, it, you know? Yeah. So that was just yeah. the whole thing, too. That was all still really fresh and shit, so... Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It was man. a great night, man. Fucking... God, can't believe it's been five years. Time flies so Dude. Like so a fast. Bro. So like, fucking fast. Like, yeah. I feel like it's... Like, we've been doing Yellow City, like, almost... It'll be ten years next year. So like, damn. So, so this, this year on four twenty is nine years. Nine years, yeah. Damn. And it's crazy. It's like, dude, it feels like <clears throat> yesterday, bro. And it's like, and shit. Like the restaurant has been going good, dude. But like, not gonna lie, man. Last year was fuck. Twenty twenty one was rough, bro. Like, and we're still dealing with it. Like, so I'm hoping for everything to kind of. I want the world to kind of like level out at some point soon. <laughs> like, yeah. people go back to work. Let's get the supply chains fucking back in order, so we're not paying fucking $133 for a case of chicken that used to cost $50, you know? Jesus, yeah. And that's everything, bro. But, like, yeah, it's yeah. like, yeah, time, like you're saying, in time fucking... Yep. It feels like, I mean, we linked up the first time to do Dust Bowl. That's when you and I first kind of linked up was doing... Yeah, You were yeah. doing Dust Bowl. We were trying to go out there and we were doing food and shit out there and trying to, like, collab. Yeah. You so, and fucking Elliot came out. Yeah. Yeah. And Ren was there, too. Jesus. And it was like... It was just like, man, when was Dust Bowl? 2015? Really? 2014, maybe? Shit. Did I, feel, I was thinking about that when I saw... I Because I knew we were going to be talking tonight. So when I saw that shit in your story, I was like... I was like, fuck, good-ass job was five years ago. I was like, when the fuck was Dust Bowl? Because that's when we first linked up. You know, and I was like... Shit's wild. You guys are for sure still in the shack. I want to say 2015. 15. Damn. It's wild. Yeah. Fucking wild. Yeah, I was I'm hyped like to do that it. because, like, I skated my whole life. And then, like, when I got I kind of fucking... I didn't really blow my knees up, but, like, they weren't, like, as responsive as they used to be. And so, like, I would just push around here and there and kind of fell off. Like, when I moved to Austin and shit, like, I skated a little bit down there. But when I came back, <clears> I was, like, full on just, like recovering party mode like not really doing anything like extracurricular like i should have been so i was really hyped whenever we linked up to do that i was like man this is cool because i was hyped to get back to see kind of like what the skate scene in amarillo was like nowadays because like i knew what it was like back in the day because like you know like we didn't have a skate park back in the day i still remember me and my buddy josh who's a tattooer over at no regret um we went to Parks and Rec one day, the city, and like, yo, we want a fucking skate park, this and that. Like, basically tried to drop a gavel on him. And basically, to get us out of their office, they were like, take the fucking tennis courts at Elwood, and you can put whatever ramps you want out there. I remember that yeah. shit, too. Yeah, and so yeah. we fucking had like a, little, like a little DIY park out there. And yep. it was, dude, for what it was, you know. Wooden... I skated that one time as yeah. a child. Yeah. <laughs> like, it was wild, bro. Like, we did... <laughs> Like, we hung out there, like, every fucking day, and then we started doing a, 
food not bombs on Sundays out there where we'd go, me and my homie Carl would go d- like the the furniture place right there. Is it the French place? Is it that or the, no, the church, that big ass church over there at like Plains and Western. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that used to be a homeland. homeland. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We used to go dumpster yeah. dive that homeland <laughs> yeah. and get all kinds of shit. And then we'd go fucking cook a bunch of vegetarian vegan food in the park and take it out to the park and feed all the bums and have so, soccer games and shit and then go skate the fucking the park or whatever. Yeah. It was fucking, it wasn't much, but it was wholesome fucking times, you know? No, like that's uh, fucking dope, dude. Yeah, I mean, I'm happy that the fucking town has two skate parks now, but it's like, I mean, it's like, so like we should have more. Martin Road is completely under construction like the entire park and uh one of the workers said they're building a skate plaza around the current park it's gonna be like a a straight up skate plaza with lights huge who's who's like doing construction they have like do they have like it's a a great question Uh, okay i feel like uh i don't believe anything yet I'll believe it when I see it, but because I mean, there's room out there for that, you know. Plenty of room. Plenty of room. Hopefully, it fucking happens. We need some shit like that, man. Because John Stiff is like, John Stiff's weird, you know, like, and like I said, I'm coming at this as a as a dude who used to skate and doesn't really skate anymore. I'll go out there and push around and shit, um, but like it the. It feels like the design is really off at John Stiff. And I, I know everybody bitches about it and says, you know, like, everybody's had their moment of saying shit about it. And I don't really know the particulars of what's good or what's bad about it. But it doesn't feel, like, as cohesive as, like, Martin Road does as far as, like, a little street course kind of thing. You know, like... Yeah, I mean, John Stiff... The bowl's sick. It's fine. But, yeah, like... They keep adding concrete and adding concrete and adding concrete. It's like, bro, just fucking add some other shit. Like, they have all this fucking flat ground. Like, put a rail, put a box, put something, you know? I haven't been out there since. I mean, well, we had the, what was the trench rat play there a couple months ago with the, what was that? Oh, yeah. Uh, last, I think it was August, maybe? So I was out there for that when it started raining and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't know this. I didn't notice. Like I keep hearing about people them talking about like putting more concrete down and shit, but not putting anything. But I didn't really see whether where they're putting where they're expanding it out. It felt like the same. No, it's it's like they've expanded maybe twenty thirty feet of concrete, but they don't do anything. Like, are we talking about the other side of the bowl? Are we talking about like all around the whole the whole shit? Yeah. Like, dude, fucking do something with that. That's crazy. Put something. How much could it cost to fucking put a fucking flat bar in the ground? Yeah. Or whatever. And, like, any anything someone brings up there, for the most part, they just, like, take it out. I've heard that. A couple of things have said. There's, like, a parking block, and Jake put a fucking pole jam. There's a couple things, like, they don't fuck with anymore, but it's like, dude... Build some more shit. It's crazy. <laughs> Alright. You wanna do some misconnections? Sure. So we heavy now we can do a lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> Let's go! I actually have to say. Yeah, I'm gonna get the mic. 
seconds or we'll get banned. All right. Whoop. I'll read one, you read one. Okay. You want to start? You want to rock, paper, scissors? We can rock, paper, scissors. We do it. One, two, shoot. One, two, shoot. Ah, let's go. All right. MCs, motherfuckers. Subject line, what to use. What app is good, <laughs> what app is good to use to find people for pleasure? KIK is constantly messed up and Tinder is full of spam. And the personals are gone. Getting posts deleted in here sucks. Used to be easy finding fun for guys and guys. Whee! Nothing wrong with a little bro job. Ayo. <laughs> what is KIK? I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. I feel like it's a messaging app, probably. Okay. I don't know. I still remember, like, whenever... I, I never understood why Craigslist ever got rid of their, like, personals. Like, I feel like that's Craigslist bread and butter, dude. So, misconnections were still there for a long-ass time, but recently, they were, in Amarillo specifically, like, gone. Really? I could still find them in Lubbock or whatever, so this is why I fucking screenshotted a bunch of these uh, a few days ago, just in case they were gone. Alright, you're up. Okay. Oh, this is, this is in my neighborhood, this is in the neighborhood <laughs> of the restaurant, this is awesome. Blonde at a tray in. To the fun-sized blonde girl that works at the Atreya Inn, even know one another. God damn, this guy has fucking the confidence of fucking... Like, he's like, yo, not only did I just probably have a fucking five-minute exchange with you at a hotel where you're yeah. working in hospitality, but what are the off chances I'm going to see you on here and yeah. you're going to fucking remember yo, me? I'm going to holler at you on Craigslist. Brother, just holler at her in person. Just say what's yeah. good. Shoot your shot. After bro. you check in, be like, "Hey, what's good?" Like you're already at a hotel, so if it's gonna yeah. go anywhere, it's gonna go there. Exactly. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Subject line: Housekeeper. House or office cleaning. <laughs> Short and sweet, just like Jesse likes them. <laughs> so is there's actually I know. Misconnections is like I've seen it on the podcast. It's like there's layers of code in these things too. Is yeah. there some subversive message being said here, or is he literally just are they literally just trying to like clean some houses? This is just a dumb motherfucker that didn't understand misconnections. I think, <laughs> I hope he's like trying to post a legit ad. House or office cleaning? <laughs> I'm here for it. Like you trying to get your fucking dick sucked at your house or work or what, bro? You gotta be you gotta be more specific. All right, this is the title. <laughs> I'm getting all the layups and you're getting all the good ones. Oh, I, love I love it, it bro. <laughs> okay, so this one, the subject title is Rough. Bye guy here looking for a dumb guy or guys that likes to be rough with a bottom guy, group, anything goes. DDF. 47 here. Bottom here. Mild to water, drop and get off and leave. Whoa, 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 whoa. I, I think I breezed through that last part too. Much. <laughs> <laughs> bottom here like bottom here mild to wild or drop and get off and leave this guy is fucking put it all out there drop and get off and leave oh shit yeah you definitely buried that fucking <laughs> dude i love it bro like i love like uh. the fucking there's something i've noticed about the gay community is they just don't give a fuck, bro. And mainly, like, the 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 gay dudes, bro. Like, 
it is such a fucking just like they're so hypersexual. It's just like they fucking just like you want it. Let's go right yeah. now. It's like dick or not. You kind of got to respect it. There's no bullshit in between. Again, the one I'm gonna read is real chill. Subject line: Good looking. Good looking dude at Home Depot on Georgia. <laughs> Couldn't be more vague though, brother. My brother in Christ. My brother in Christ. <laughs> you gotta be more specific. Oh my god, dude. It's just like, doesn't even like drop any kind of hints. Like, Home Depot is full of good looking dudes. I will say that. <laughs> like, no, no, like, no, no weird, like, screw references. No, like, nothing. no, like, tools. Nothing. He didn't even give you any kind of, like, weird. I guess he is working at Home Depot. That's it. So, there's but, probably like a one in 25 shot yeah. if you go in there and ask My brother for it. in Christ. My brother in Christ. With all plenty, due respect. Plenty of fucking hunks at Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> and look, Scott's poised with another one. Here we go. All right. The subject of this one is looking. Amarello. Looking for a nice lady, weight and height proportionate, someone to move in with me to be my companion, <laughs> to take road trips and out to eat. Please send me a picture. Age is not an issue. Thank you. God damn, this one drips with desperation. That is, that is a general, like, oh. a, a fucking, like, straight up like, genuine misconnection. This is like the This dude, motherfucker just wants something. Dude, yeah, dude, this just wants to cuddle, bro. He doesn't even yeah. care. He's just trying to fucking chill. It's like the dude, dude. off of uh, off of Foo's Gone Wild, the Glendale Gary, dude. He's like the fucking, I just want to talk to you, girl. So to make hardcore passionate sex with you, girl. <laughs> Someone to move in with me to be my companion. To take road trips and out to eat. Very specific. Very specific. Very specific. You know what, man? I hope you fucking find it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dude, I swear to God, all mine are so short. I guess this was just the fucking result of the rock, paper, scissors. <laughs> Subject line, looking for... <laughs> this one's good, looking though. Looking for firewood. Fire. Wood. Winter isn't over. My fireplace needs wood. <laughs> you gotta love that shit, though. Wow, a dice fucking thing came up. That's cool. Oh, oh, shit. Looking for that firewood. Wow. What a goddamn misconnection, huh? Let's see if there's any fresh ones. Let's hit the Jeopardy. Oh, there's so many good That's fine. <laughs> Alright, we got some bangers. Wants to re rock, paper, scissors. Alright. 
Canada. Yes. <laughs> All right, I'm going to fucking hit this one first. Subject line, Amarillo Knights. Looking for any women who want to have some fun. Your status doesn't matter. We can keep it a secret if you want. 18 to 45. Not interested in guys. Laid back and chill. Can meet in public before anything happens. All about us having fun and enjoying ourselves. I'm in fit shape. Hit me up if you're interested. I mean, straightforward to the point. You know every detail about the dude. Or woman. He didn't say his age. He just says he's looking for the 18 to 4. That's a big age bracket, too. That's a gigantic fucking gap. So I <laughs> pictured this as like probably like a 22-year-old dude that beats off to MILF porn. Yeah. And is trying to find like a somebody like in that type of demographic. Yeah. But he's laid back and chill. Oh, yeah. That's, that's all that matters, dog. <laughs> you can meet him in public before anything happens, bro. Yeah. He's like, he's safe. And he's all about having fun. And he's fucking in shape. <laughs> so it's all good. All right. Your turn. Oh, yeah. This one's good. <laughs> the subject is waxed. <laughs> I'm looking to get some wood waxed, preferably tonight. <laughs> Bro, I feel like we should just respond to this one and be like, yo, dude, let's do it. <laughs> What's good, dude? When was this? 13 days ago. Oh, that's not, I guess that's I, not a freshie. I guess I haven't fucking done a podcast in a month. That's a fucking banger, though. Hopefully he got his wood waxed up. Hopefully so. A boy can dream. Let's see. Oh, email only? Nah. I only do that phone number shit, bro. Well, how, wait, there's like, you hit reply, sometimes there's a phone number? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Good lord, all the dogs are down here, so that was cats. Yep, yep. Mm. Alright. Well, fucking A. Let's see, looking for... One more, one more bonus one. Nope. Oh, he still has the... Same one, same one, still looking. Same one, still (laughs) looking, same one, still looking. Yep. Same one, still looking. so desperate alright we're done yep. we're done that's it that's <laughs> the end of the podcast good lord <laughs> don't know what the fuck else to talk about Scott thanks for coming on thanks for having me dude always a great time sorry yeah, there were so many technical difficulties oh, no, hopefully everyone out there listening and watching sounds great I feel like it does. I kept looking over to make sure we weren't too. Yeah, you know, I feel like uh, we're hitting. We're, we're killing it. Yeah, we're peak, killing peak it. audio. I mean, I got the fucking filters to to tweak her down. Dogs are over there pissed as fucking all get out. <laughs> I always try to have something to talk about when I come over. I'm like, I don't ever like think about like, oh, this is what we're gonna talk about. But I always think about if an opportunity to talk about something like shows itself. I'm like. Let's deep dive on some stuff, you know, like, so I feel like, I feel like we talked about, we hit some topics. I mean, like I said, I can always, anytime I come on here, I can, we can always find something to talk about. I mean, we fucking, you, you popped up some topics that I didn't have written down. The topics I had written down, we fucking elaborated on that way longer than I would have. And that's good. I'm trying to fill up some fucking time. Give these people the content, you know? 
For sure. I feel like it was a solid pod. Dogs, you I'm guys always, are the worst. <laughs> I'm always down whenever whenever you fucking want me yeah. to come through, man. I'm always down to come through and you know give my perspective on a bunch of bullshit. So fuck yeah, I'm always here for it. I'll get that second mic fucking rigged up next time. I blew it. Sorry guys. Hopefully it sounds good. I don't know when the fuck I'll have another podcast. Probably in fucking three months at this point. But hey, <laughs> thank you guys for fucking tuning in. That's fucking Scott. I'm Nick. Thank what you up? guys for tuning in. This has been Happyish Hour episode. Whatever the fuck. Don't even remember. Cheers, guys. I'll see you uh, in May, I guess. <laughs> <Later>. <laughs>